Welcome to this episode of TMJ Syndrome. This week, we talk about some copyright claims. Stairway to Heaven? Did they steal it? I don't know. Also, how does the mouse how does the mouse stay copyrighted all this time? Stay tuned. I'm Tim. I'm Mitch. And we don't have Jason today, so get ready for just like a fun-filled, happy chat conversation without that Jason's negativity. We miss him so much. So like you remember remember when like guitar studio was like a place to be and like you would go there and every single person would grab a guitar and they would just be sitting in the guitar guitar center and they'd be playing Taurus by Spirit. Oh, you mean Stairway to Heaven? Yeah, that one. <laughs> it's so similar, I can't tell the difference. So apparently there was some there was some new stuff recently where like they're going back through the trial again and like an appeals court overturned the jury's decision that Zeppelin wasn't that it was a ripoff that wasn't a ripoff. So the jury decided that Zeppelin didn't rip off Spirit. And now the appeals court overturned it. And so now it's probably going to end up at the Supreme Court where they're going to do another trial or something. And apparently, like, all these people are getting into it, like Tool. All the different members of the band Tool are going to be are volunteering to like testify and stuff. Saying no, they made it up themselves. Yeah. Which, that's sort of interesting because I don't know what any of those people would have to do with that at all, right? So, well, yeah, like, unless, unless they were, you know, sitting... Well, okay. First of all, how old are how old is Tool? Because they're like newer. Like they became right? a band in the nineties. Yeah, I mean, it's not like it's not like the members of Tool were sitting in the basement with the lead the with Led Zeppelin right as they were as when they were coming up with Stairway to Heaven. So, what can you actually testify from that? Yeah, I don't know because if you if you think about it. I guess it's it's sort of it's sort of weird, right? Because like, so this, so this song, Taurus was written in nineteen sixty eight, nineteen sixties instrumental, nineteen sixty eight. Stairway to Heaven was written in nineteen seventy one. Robert Plant and Jimmy Page have claimed the entire time that. They didn't even know anything that they didn't even know that band existed. But like mm. somehow they had like if you listen, if you listen to him, there's like a riff in there. It sounds really similar. Yeah. But like. I don't know, man, I feel like a lot of music sounds really similar. And. It's really interesting because the the 
um the the issue of like stolen music I, I don't know if this has necessarily been something that's been going on for like a really really long time i i can't say you know prior to the 2000s if there were a lot of issues uh that happened but like i feel like for the last couple of years the ones that have really brought it to my attention there's been there was one that was really big with uh robin thick right and his his uh blurred lines song um that one was a big one they were he they were saying what that what does one he, sound like uh marvin gay's uh uh got to give it up uh and then like more recently Outside of the Led Zeppelin one, there's the Katy Perry one, where Katy Perry's Dark Horse sounds uh, very close to Joyful Noise by Flame. And it's like, I, it's, it's hard to say, like, what constitutes, what, what constitutes something that can be copywritten when it comes to music. Because even though, like, if you've, uh, if you listen to, Taurus by Spirit, and you listen to Stairway to Heaven, they kind of sound similar in the in the riff like that you were talking about, but the entire song is hundred percent different, right? Yeah, it's like and completely different. Yeah, and like even though you know there's like even though like a chord progression can be similar, and a lot of songs have the same chord progressions, uh, and I don't I don't think that I'm like any kind of music theory person or anything along those lines. I know like a very, very little bit about any, any of this. So, you know, I'm basically a YouTube expert, which is great. Oh, uh, there you go. Yeah. So, I mean, if, if you need me to testify uh, on your behalf, Led Zeppelin, you just let me know. Um, but uh, there's, I don't know, man, like there's so many songs that sound similar and, and it's because, you know, you use the same the same chord progression in the same key and it's but you do it in maybe just like a, a little bit differently, right? You can like flop a little bit a little bit around or, you know, do different uh timings and everything like that and it makes the song sound completely different, let alone the words that go along with it or the percussion that goes along with it and the beat that it's going to and the BPM that it's set at and like all that makes the song different. But I guess not enough to where uh, people are still suing. Like I don't think Marvin Gaye ever ever sung anything like Blurred Lines, right? But the the Marvin Gaye it was it was gotta give it up. Like the gotta give it up, gotta give it like that one. I I don't know the song actually. Oh, okay, it's like I'm Marvin Gaye. You know you want it. Is that? <laughs> Yeah. It's like, I don't yep. know. That sounds pretty similar. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Like, I just like my gut says that like with music, like you shouldn't be able to copyright a riff. Like, that's what my gut says. Like, my gut, my gut says you should be able to copyright a song. Just in the same way as like, if you, if I was, if I was a writer and I wrote a book, like my book is copyrighted and like the major ideas from my book 
are like if someone if I made Harry Potter, someone couldn't just go and release Harry Potter and call it theirs. But that doesn't mean that someone couldn't go write a completely different novel that's about a wizard, you know? That's going to school. school. Like <laughs> how many how many books are there like that? You know what I mean? Right. So well, that's like the Hunger Games that came out and then there was uh the maze runner and like all the and divergent yeah. and all those similar like teen i'm in a thing for my life type of situation right and like they're different enough but they're also pretty freaking similar yeah and it was like really popular for a while and i feel mm-hmm. like themes like that are like are like the riffs that make up a song like if you if you used all of them in the same way that the other person does, then yeah, you're you're a thief. But like, if I just like used one theme that's a little similar, like I don't know, it doesn't doesn't seem like it. Like I don't even I don't even think it's bad to say that you were inspired by that song. Like yeah, like Stairway to Heaven, Stairway Taurus, Spirit by Taurus by Spirit is pretty good. So I made Stairway to Heaven, but like that's not how our copyright legal system works i guess honestly this might be one of those things that when it gets all the way to the supreme court it's probably going to make a lot of copyright law when it comes to music which kind of sucks right because like what if you know the um and i don't know their names but what if like the guitarist for led zeppelin did hear taurus's song at some point right maybe not really knowing who they were but he just kind of heard the song on the radio or something and from that drew the inspiration that he needed to write the the riff and the lick for uh stairway to heaven like that it, it's it i don't know it's hard to say like where those copyright rules should end cuz ultimately the only thing that people are really looking for is like money right Right, like if Stairway to Heaven was just some asshole in a basement who made it, like no one would be, no one would care. Right. Which is always the, it's like the dumbest thing to me, right? It, it is all about the money. Yeah. Dude, can you imagine how much money the the asshole from Spirit would make if he was able to get a cut of the Stairway to Heaven royalties? Dude, right? Like I get, like I get why his lawyers chewing that bone until it's marrow, right? Well, and then I'm curious, like you know, music has been around for forever. So, like, if you take these songs that people are saying, "Oh, yeah, you know, your songs like the song that I wrote or whatever," how many other songs have been written, even like way back in when, um you know, Bach style composer songs that are obviously they're different, but I mean, the keys and the progression could be the same. And and that's the argument that I'm hearing. So, right. It's like the person who invented the pianos family comes up and be like, y'all are stealers because we invented the piano. Yep. And modern music is based off of the, the notes that the piano uses. So, I want to cut yeah, of everything. Owe me money. <laughs> so, I wonder what's different with like, um, with the music industry and the copyrights in the music industry compared to the movie industry, because there's a lot of movies that come around 
that are pretty freaking similar to each other too. And the one that comes to my mind is A Bug's Life and Ants. Ooh, that's a good one. Right? And those came out the same year. Yeah. Well, you know how that happens. What literally, like, I mean, typically, like, what will happen is a script will get, will get, uh, like, the person who made A Bug's Life went to, I forget who made Ants. Um, Anyway, whoever, whoever, whoever made Ants like went and went to Disney and be like, look at this cool, this cool screenplay that I have. And Disney's like, eh, I'm not interested. But then the producer's like, but you know what? A bug movie would be great. Harold, get on it. And like, (laughs) they literally just like some poor writer who is trying to make, make a couple bucks from getting his screenplay sold, like gets his idea stolen. See, and that's kind of shitty. So, like, why, what stops the screenwriters then from going back and, and being, hey, you know, you, I pitched you this idea? Well, so, like, how technically how copyright law works in the United States, and this is like, I'm just going to take it only from the perspective of, like, I am a United States citizen and wrote it in the United States, right? Um, it, at least my understanding is that like if I if I write something down on a piece of paper, the moment that I write it, it is protected by copyright law. Now, that being said, if I don't then go and register it or I don't or it's not published in any way, like how are you going to prove it? Right. So, okay. It becomes pretty hard to like prove those kind of things. And plus, if I'm just a regular, if I'm, I'm just a random screenwriter. You think that that poor little screenwriter is going to go and get any money from Disney? No, I'm like the mouse not. lawyers are going to beat the shit out of him. So really, it's not protected the moment you write it down. It's protected the moment that you register it. Yeah, if you I don't mean, register it's it, then it's not protected. It's protected, and even if you register it, unless you, like it's not really protected unless you're willing to like enforce it, you know. Like if I have a, if in fact courts have courts have like uh, held that if someone isn't like enforcing their trademarks or copyrights and stuff like that, then they just become public domain because well, obviously you're not you're not doing anything to enforce your copyright. And by enforce, are you talking about like, like um, sending it, like having your lawyer send a demand letter to Disney being like a bug's life was mine, you bitch. Oh, okay. Okay. Cause I know that there's other things that Disney specifically has used, um, to extend their copyright. I remember reading an article a year or so ago that was talking about how, uh, like Mickey Mouse should have entered public domain but the way that copy law works and I forget the logistics of it but something to do with the fact that because they continue to make more content and like the content is is new or different enough it allows them to uh, re-up their copyright on it Yep, preventing so like- it from actually going into public domain so like a good example of that. So recently, I know it's kind of 
it's kind of annoyed me. They've been doing all these live action remakes of old Disney cartoons. Uh, like the Lion King and they're going to do Little Mermaid in a little bit. They did mm-hmm. Beauty and the Beast and all that. So those like like in addition to making money, I think as of this recording, I was reading that the Lion King made like a billion dollars already or something. Damn. Which like, which is so surprising to me because I read so many bad reviews about that movie. But like, hey, billion dollars doesn't lie. Apparently, people like fucking lions. Hmm. Fucking lions, fucking. Isn't I wonder how they handled that scene anyway. Um. So, but they they're remaking those movies so that they can continue one to merchandise it, obviously, but also like remaking the movie like reups their copyright. Yeah, which is kind of weird in the sense of the, like, for the way that our laws work, right? Because it prevents normal people from going through and, like, getting access to the content to be able to do their own thing with it. Because that's the biggest thing that it prevents you from doing, right? Is you can't have the Lion King and have a, um, a spin-off series or a spin-off movie or something like that that you know someone could have a really good idea for a show or a, a book or a a movie or something but they can't do anything with it unless it's through Disney because it's their copyright right you man you got to you got to pay homage to the mouse right Nah, man, that mouse should have been public domain years ago. <laughs> gotta pay the mouse. Mouse says, gotta pay him. So, I don't know, though, man. I, I don't, outside of the copyright issues, I kind of like the uh, live-action movies. I haven't seen Lion King yet, but uh, I liked the... I Or I haven't seen Aladdin yet, either. I need to go to move more movies this year. Um... But the other ones that came out were good. <laughs> Wait, so you haven't seen the Aladdin one? That's the most recent. Like Lion King, that one of the most recent ones. Which is the last one that you liked? Uh, there was the the Jungle Book. Oh, see, I really liked that one. That one was the kickoff, was wasn't good. it? Well, that was like they did that one a couple times, like three times, because they did one that was the Jungle Book. They did one called like Mowgli. I didn't watch that one. But like the actual Jungle Book one. Was Mowgli um, even by Disney though? It might not have been. Because because um because that's for that one, that property specifically, like the Jungle Book book is in public domain, isn't it? Oh, I don't so know. Like if I wanted to make Yeah, if I wanted to make a movie based off of that story, I could just do that. Like it doesn't matter that Oh, well, Disney. okay, well, that could be... I think that's that what that movie, that. movie um, was, pretty sure. Beauty and the Beast was really good. I like that one. Yeah, like, the only thing about that one, like, I don't really... <laughs> I don't really buy Hermione as a French girl, though. Oh. Yeah, I don't know. But, I didn't really think about you it. You know, suspension of disbelief is fine. Because, like, I, I don't... Like, it takes place in France, but, like, they, they didn't even really try for that. They're like, whatever, we're using British accents. I mean, in the original one, they didn't really try for it either. There was only one guy that had a French accent. (laughs) 
Uh, the whole song, the whole first song is called Bonjour. Yeah. And he's like, and like the candle had it was French. He had a French accent. Yeah, Lumiere. Yeah. Yeah. That was the only person that had a French accent in the entire I think movie. one of the chefs. Oh, maybe one. Well, there was only one chef in the original movie, and it was the stove. Okay. I don't remember what his accent sounded like. He might Actually, have also I think he sounded French. German, didn't he? Oh, maybe. Or I don't Swedish know. Or something. It's been a while since I've watched the original, so I'm not 100% yeah. sure. Well, yeah, I mean, I, I definitely liked those two. Um, Aladdin, I liked a lot. Um, minus one thing, and it's not a spoiler at all, so you can still go see the movie. But, like, something... I don't know. I get I get really I don't know if you have this problem. So I get really hung up on visual styles. Okay. Like that are used in movies. So do you remember back in the day, um, the monkeys? Like, hey, hey, we're the monkeys. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, like when they were like running from their fans, like how they would run, but what they would do is like show them essentially like moving slowly, but they sped up the camera. Uh, yeah, that's what they did for like most action films. Yeah, but it's like then. it's like exaggerated, where it's like you can tell that's what's happening, or it's like it looks like they're walking, they're not moving. It looks like the body movements look like they're not moving very fast, but it's sped up so that they go faster. Yeah. Um. So all of the scenes where like Aladdin's running, they do that. Oh, that's and like, weird. To the point where it's noticeable to me. Like, I'm not sure if anyone else noticed any. Well, I, I'd be very curious if you would actually notice it. And now I, I've already ruined the sample pool because I mentioned it. Yeah, now I'm going to be looking still, for it. Yeah. Huh. But I'd be curious if you would even notice it or if it's just like I have some kind of special eye for seeing like frame rate changes <laughs> in movies. Mm. I always the other thing that always bugs me when I'm watching a movie. So, you know, like when LCD screens first came out, they have like a like a smoothing uh, feature on them for like uh, 1080p movies that are in that are in 30 frames per second. No, I have no idea what you're talking about. Um, let me look up what it's called. Uh, HD TV Judder Judder. Judder. Yeah, so the basics of it is so 1080p uh, most televisions are 1080p 60 hertz refresh rate, right? Okay. So movies are at 24 frames per second. So when you show a 1080p movie on a 60 hertz screen, it creates an artifact of like frames being skipped. Okay. Um, and how that can show is it'll it'll show it almost look like the movie's like juddery, I guess is really the only way to describe it. It looks like like it's stuttering. And so the all the TVs have something called reduced judder. It's a setting on your TV. Most TVs have it set by default turn to on. But whenever I turn that on on a TV, it bugs the living crap out of me. 
because it makes everything look sweepy and like it's so hard to describe. I've never noticed that. Yeah. Like you should you should go to your TV next time you go to your TV and see if you have a setting called judder, reduce judder or something like that and see if it's and turn it off turned on or off. Okay. I'd be really curious. Because like when I turn that on on TV, I notice it like immediately. I'm just like, that doesn't look right. It's bothering me. I have to turn it off on on a new t- on TVs when I get them. Huh. And I'll like go to other people's houses and we're like watching a movie. I'm like, this movie doesn't look right. What's wrong? I'm like, oh, they have that setting turned on. Damn it. That's really interesting. I'm, yeah, it's, I mean, I knew that... Uh... I knew the frame rate that most movies are sh- are shot at, and I knew how that um, you know most TVs are sixty hertz, but I never put two and two really put two and two together at the effect of it. Nor have I ever noticed any weird motion, so I'm definitely going to have to go turn that off and see if I see if I the TV that I have has that as an option, and if so, if it's on, I'm going to turn it off and see if I can see a difference. See if you notice a difference. Yeah. Like, I bet if you're looking for it, you would notice a difference. Although I don't know, because I've like I've I've sat in a room with a bunch of people and like I've literally turned the setting on and off on a movie that's like I don't remember what it was. It was a movie that everyone had seen before. It was like Armageddon or some shit, you know, we've seen the movie like five times. So it was especially like prevalent to me because I'd seen the movie so many times. So I was used to it not looking that way. Hmm. Um, and like it was on and everyone's like sitting there like what are you hell are you talking about <laughs> I'm like look it looks different and I turn it on see see I'm like like a crazy person maybe you're just a crazy person I'm gonna go it with could that just be, it's a real thing sure yeah. Tim <laughs> we, we shall see uh, among things that show up when you search that term on Google is why is my TV glitchy? <laughs> okay. Because I wonder if it just adds like why does my TV motion blur stutter? in it or something or I don't know. I think it adds motion blur some like equivalent to that something. I mean, I don't know because it's like yeah, it's weird. But the point being, in Aladdin, they do some weird shit with how the picture looks, and it doesn't look weird, so it hits the uncanny valley where I'm just like, that doesn't look right, and it bothers me. Otherwise, the movie's really good. It's weird that they use that speed-up technique, because I haven't seen that really used or noticed it um, outside of old action films. Like, if you yeah. go and watch an old, uh, like, Sean Connery uh era James Bond film you'll notice it in a lot of scenes in almost every fight scene uh, in every scene where they're driving anything that they're doing like that it's it's in there like crazy and it makes me laugh because I can just it's so cheesy right yeah like now that I've seen it I see it all the time and so I know that it's there I don't remember ever noticing it um when I was watching those movies like years ago, but it's, you know, now we've gotten to the point 
where you don't need to do that to to make a good uh you know action scene well because i'm pretty sure a lot of action movies still use that technique but like they do it better so you don't really notice like i'm pretty sure tom cruise can't run as fast as we see him in movies I mean, that's true, but so there's a difference, right? Because a lot of, a lot of uh, times what you'll see, there's two different, two different um, things that you're talking about there. If you're talking about running, uh, for example, um, when you have someone that's like a really fast runner, and I, I forget the example that I watched, but it had, uh, oh, it was, it was uh, Captain America. It was Captain America. Um, in one of the Avengers movies when he's like running and he's he starts running really fast and he's running past a lot of just the normal people that are running. Um, what they do is they have him attached to uh, like a, a jig and uh, like a waist strap. And so he's kind of running on the ground, but he's actually suspended uh, just just enough to where they can move that that crane basically and have and move him a lot faster because it's not really him uh running by himself oh so he's actually like Mm -hmm. he's essentially flying yep he's doing like the the anime run yep and then for for action scenes um i'll point this out to you and you'll probably notice it the next time you watch an action movie uh a lot of times with action movies when you have um people doing like physical uh combat right so martial arts or whatever most well i won't say most of the time but a lot of the times um what will happen is you'll have a uh a scene cut right before someone makes contact right so they'll you'll go through and you'll um you'll someone will be throwing a punch and right before the punch hits the camera will change and it'll go to a different angle and then when they get hit is them on that next camera angle and then they're then they're finishing the hit so depending on how the film style is right if they're doing like a continuous uh a a continuous roll from one camera then you'll have you know people that are either stunt doubles or um they've just trained or whatever to be able to choreograph the entire fight the way it is. Uh, but other times it's, you know, someone will throw a punch and as soon as the punch lands, the camera angle will, will change to finish the contact of that punch. That's interesting. Yep. So it's a set. So it's like they didn't actually punch. So, so they don't have to actually show contact and they don't actually have to do like a good job with the choreography kind yep. of thing interesting yeah notice it next time you watch a look for it the next time you watch a action movie and uh i bet you'll see it i mean that'll probably ruin the next action movie i see yep damn it you're welcome i had to get you back for ruining aladdin <laughs> it, they don't they do it like twice in the movie okay like it's it's like twice that it happens like the rest of the movie is great i actually like who they picked for jasmine i was like really impressed with her voice is really good. She's and she's like a pretty she's like a pretty good actress. And she's pretty, you know, full package. Like you don't 
you don't see that a lot nowadays. Someone who can actually like sing and is like good at other things. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was, uh, yeah, it was it was good. It was good otherwise. Just I don't know. I don't know why they made that filming style choice. So it only gets it, it loses a whole it loses a whole Tim for doing that. Maybe half. So it could have been four. It's three and a half. Well, I'll uh, I'll try to see it within the next couple of weeks, and I'll and I'll let you know if I one saw the scenes that you're talking about, and and two if I agree with you. Right. And then I also got to see the Lion King. Apparently, yeah. I I don't know. Like at first, I was I was gonna avoid it because I thought the I thought the movie was gonna bomb, but now it made a billion dollars. It's kind of weird. I, I think and I've, I've mentioned this before. I don't like the whole how much a movie makes based off of, especially when they do like, oh, opening weekend, it made this much money. It's like, well, but no one's seen it to know whether or not they like it or not. That's just people that, you know, rode the hype train all the way to the movie theater. And also it's yeah. summer. So, you know, and one of the hottest summers around the world with heat waves and whatnot. So people are looking for reasons to get indoors. Yep. So it made, it made $400,000 domestic. So in the, in the United States, it made 700,000, $700,000 overseas. Hmm. It only got, I wish they would uh, break that. They need to start breaking out that foreign, they do it on here. Oh, they do. The foreign total. Can I do a percentage? Can I sort it? I'm out box office mojo. Mm. Can, I, can I sort it? It only got a 53% on the tomato meter. Yeah, like it got really bad reviews on Rotten Tomatoes. So, okay. 53% on tomato meter, which is the critic one. Yeah, but it got 88% uh, audience score. Do you, like, I stopped looking at critic reviews a long time ago. Because I don't, I don't feel like the critic reviews of the movie really do it justice for if I'm going to tell me if I'm going to like the movie or not. Like, the only reason that I'll look at it is so I'll, there's two kinds of movies that I'll I all generally could like like there's a possibility of me liking it it's movies that have a high critic score and a high uh, audience score and ones that have a low critic score and a high audience score like if it's the opposite way where it has high critic and low audience I usually hate the crap out of the movie right because it's like some Oscar bait garbage. Yeah, it makes me think like, I don't know, man. I, I, I think the time of critics is coming to an end. But wait, how if I can't if I can't critique movies, what else what will I give Tim give my five out of five Tims to? No, no, no. I'm talking about like. <laughs> actual movie critics the ones that used to write that's for the all paper. they do that's all they do is is critique movies 
And I guess like uh um a lot of them are not happy with uh with Rotten Tomatoes because Rotten Tomatoes has made it so easy to just at a glance see a review, right? Like you can you can take a look at the um at the score of a movie, you can see the the tomato meter score of it. Right, like Lion King has 53%, and I have no idea what the critics said about it. And you know, and the critics could have been like, Oh, yeah, the story was really good, but the the visuals were shitty, and the you know, the acting was crappy, and blah 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 blah. And that's why they gave it a low score. But I have no idea why because I don't, I don't ever read the reviews, and so I guess a lot of critics are upset about that. Because no one, like nowadays, it they're not no one's spending time to actually necessarily look at the reviews. More so, they're just kind of taking a quick glance. Or if you or if you look at the review, you're looking at it more out of a oh you know there's this this website that I follow that is these people that I like like us TMJ and. uh and they like the movie and I like them. So I'll probably like the movie type of thing, you know? Yeah. Well, it's, it's like the, like the, rev- like being a movie critic is not as prestigious as it, as it used to be kind of thing. Yeah. You know, you're kind of getting at. Yeah. That's, that's exactly what I'm trying to like. Cause they're, yeah. Cause like, if, like, I don't, I don't follow a movie critic, you know? Like I couldn't even name a movie critic be honest other than like the thumbs up thumbs down dude and i don't think i can even remember his name i don't have no idea what his name is either ebert and something caesar julius julius caesar i mean he did the thumbs up thumbs down thing but that was for a different reason oh okay his (laughs) his reviews were rather deadly yep yeah I guess we're gonna have to check out the Lion King, obviously. Yes, yes, we will. And uh, uh, Little Mermaid when it comes out. Oh, I'm definitely, I'm definitely gonna see that because I'm actually, I'm super curious. Like, like are, are are they gonna do it like how they did like Lion King, where it's like, like most people were saying it's essentially a frame by frame re making of the original movie or if they're going to add some kind of extra pizzazz to it. Cause like Aladdin definitely had some extra pizzazz. Was it mostly the same? It was mostly the same. I think that's how um, Beauty and the Beast was. It was like 90% the same. Maybe just yeah. like a couple scenes extra. They had like one extra song in it, I think. Yeah. Well, maybe they're just taking that approach to all of them. In which case, like the like, I'd be pretty like part of your part of your world is like a freaking powerful song. I hope that person can sing, right? Ooh, and then the, they're doing a Mulan too. That one will be good. That one will be good. That one will be that one will be really good. That was that was actually one of my favorite when I was growing up. Yep, it was really good. So I don't know. I'm excited for all these. all these Disney movies to right. watch. Shit. Um, and, and you know, if they keep, if they're good movies and they keep, uh, 
keep making them good and everything like that and re-releasing new ones or whatever and doing whatever they're doing. And the and the purpose on their end is so that they can keep the copyright. All right, whatever. I don't care. Well, what do you think, Mitch? Uh, I think I am ready to pull out the popcorn and uh, enjoy some wholehearted, wholehearted films. <laughs> uh, like we're gonna. You gotta, you gotta keep watching. Gotta keep watching those Disney movies, so Disney can keep having their, keep having their mouse bucks. Yeah, man. How else am I gonna make sure I buy all their merchandise? That's true. So, walked out of Toy Story Four and just went straight into the Disney store and started buying Toy Story toys. So you know, oh, it works God, out. That's another movie I have to go see. I totally forgot about Toy Story Four. Yep. That yeah. one's just a giant advertisement for the fucking toys. Well, yeah, that's all it's ever been. Yeah. No, actually, well, obviously I, I, you have to I buy really them all. The first three movies. The first three movies were really good. Yeah. But. Uh. All right. Well, thanks everyone for listening. Uh, if you stayed this long. And uh, go ahead and. Throw us a like or a star or an, or an up thumb or a whatever rating thing is on whatever platform you're listening to it on. Uh, and uh, yeah. Give us a comment. It. What did you what do you think? Is Stairway to Heaven super similar to Taurus by Spirit? Do you think the mouse should still be copyrighted? Let us know. And we might even comment back to you. Okay, bye. Have a good one.